0: Welcome Ephraimites and Shalom. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard, and this is the House of Ephraim Show with Cradle of Hope, and today is March the 28th, 2023, and today, well, it's Teacher's Tuesday. Yes, it is, but first, a word from our announcer.
1: and now from cradle of hope are some important announcements for you this month from cradle of hope is a must-have gift offer the transition of the church send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer.
0: Welcome back. This is your host, Sister Donna Deckard. And as I said, today's Teacher's Tuesday. But I have a few announcements. First of all, guess what? We have Passover coming up in just one week. Yes, Passover will begin uh, sundown April the fifth, and uh, then April the sixth is a Sabbath, and it goes through April the twelfth, and April the twelfth is a Sabbath, and I am sure that many of you have been preparing, getting your homes clean, getting the leaven out of your kitchens, and just getting getting prepared for Passover. We have quarterly coming up. And that comes the weekend after Passover, April the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. And listen up. registrations $25. We raised the price, okay? Yes, I'm sorry, but the cost of food has went up. And so, therefore, I had to raise the price for the food for the weekend. And registration will be $25 for adults. We're going, to, this time, we're going to try leaving the children 11 to 6 at $10, okay? We're not going to raise that at this time. We're going to see how it goes this coming quarterly, uh, whether whether we uh, break even or not on, on the food. Registration online. For those of you who want to listen online, uh, in the past, uh, we have had the streaming available on YouTube for anyone to watch. And this time you will be getting a link, but you have to pre-register, and that will be $25 for that as well. Uh, check out our itinerary page at www.jewishprofit.com for more information. Now, on our YouTube channel, we have Friday Night Shabbat with Prophet Mark Reinbolt. We have Wednesday Evening Service with myself. We have Blog Talk Radio. On this station with the late Prophet Decker and myself five days a week. And we have the other channel with Prophet Gary Burpee and Prophet Greg Burpee on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. Well, as I said, today is Teacher's Tuesday. And uh, we are going to finish up the study on Pesach. Okay? We're going to finish that up. So Passover, Passover means to leap or to pass by. It takes place in the spring, the first month of the year of the festivals. The killing of the lamb was at sunset and eating unleavened bread was done for seven days. Turn with me to Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12. Levin was taken out of, of their homes on the 14th day of the month of Nisan. I, and uh, in the Bible, it calls it a bid. Exodus 12, 1 through 17. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye to all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it in accordance to the number of souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. The lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep and from the goats, and you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. Now that's important because Yeshua was crucified that evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts, the upper door and post of the house, and wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast fire, and unleavened bread. Notice it was unleavened bread. And with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden uh, at all with water, but roast with fire his head and his legs, and with the prudence thereof. And you shall let nothing of it remain until morning. And that which remaineth of it until morning you shall burn with fire. And thus shall you eat it. With your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, your staff in your hand, you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. And we have in this teaching been explaining over and over again. This is not a Jewish holiday. This is God's levitical passover it is his passover and he said as we're going to read here further he said you're going to keep it throughout your generations forever wow we got sold a bag of rocks we did we did we got sold a bag of rocks it is the lord's passover verse 12 for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and I will smite all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be unto you a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. Now I want you to think about that. It's a memorial. It's to remember. It's a memorial. We'll be celebrating here in the States Memorial Day, the end of, of May. Why? Because we remember. We remember. Remember those who gave their lives for our freedom. Day is unto you a memorial, and you shall keep it a feast to the Lord. Throughout your generations, you shall keep it a feast. By an ordinance forever. An ordinance, an ordinance, a law forever. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, even the first day, you will put away leaven out of your houses. For whosoever eateth leavened bread for the first day until the seventh, that shall so shall be cut off from Israel. In the first day, there shall be a holy convocation. In the seventh day, there will be a holy convocation to you. No matter of work shall be done in them, save that every man must eat. That only may be done of you. So that's all you're going to do. That's all you're going to do. It's a Sabbath. It's a Sabbath. And you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For in this self same day that I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, Yeshua, observe this day in your generation as an ordinance forever. An ordinance forever. An ordinance forever. A law forever. We are to be keeping Pesach, the Lord's Passover. yabaka! <inaudible> Ye karaboku shika haidiko. Ye karabaka. It's all about obedience to God. It's about being obedient to him. Ye shiko Passover was a covenant for their safety. Ye karabai no makaha. Yeah, Karabaha. I remember when Prophet began to to say, back in the in the late early nineties, in the nineties, he began to to say that we as believers, as Christian believers, we were a minority. And I remember the first time he said it, it, it hit me. I was like, what do you mean? He says, we call ourselves a Christian nation. We have on our money. In God we trust. But he says, we are not a nation any longer. And we are not trusting in our God as a nation. And he said, America is in for a long, hard fall. And he began to prophesy. He said, the storms will get stronger and stronger. He said, the people down on the coast, he said, I suggest you sell your property while you can. He saw a vision of people hanging in trees 10 miles inland, dead from hurricanes. He said they'll get stronger and stronger. He said the tornadoes will get stronger and stronger. The storms, the blizzards, the floods, all part of God's judgment. Because we claim to be a Christian nation, and yet we are not. Judgment has come upon this land. This past weekend, as I heard about that tornado, an F-4 stayed on the ground for an hour, sometimes as wide as three-quarters of a mile, had winds up into 170 miles an hour, totally destroyed. A town. It wasn't the only tornado. And of course, talk about, you know, global warming. You don't ever hear them saying, God is judging us. We should we should fast and pray and put on sackcloth and and, and set in ashes and repent for our sin. No. Global warming. That's what this is from. No, this is the hand of God judging America. It's in for a long hard fall. Said, You will, you will keep my Passover from generation to generation. It's an ordinance forever. We don't keep Passover in the United States. There's handfuls, there's pockets where they keep Passover. But in the United States, no, they keep Easter. They keep Easter. Celebrating the goddess of Esther, the goddess of fertility. And we wonder why our young girls end up pregnant before their time. We don't get the leaven out of our house. No, we make Easter treats full of leaven. Judgment of God. Judgment of God. God said you will do this throughout your generations as a law. As a law. Passover was a covenant for their safety. He was passing judgment on Egypt. He even said in here, I will judge their gods. Keeping Passover is a blessing for the children of the covenant for the covenant keepers. It's a blessing. Yes, you you go to Bohol. It's a protection. And Mark says it's different. Come over and have some ham at the Easter dinner. And we'll have an Easter cake. Full 11. No, we don't we don't eat pork and we don't eat leaven for seven days. Whoa that's pretty that's 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 pretty pretty hard. How do you do that? What do you eat? Well there ain't any of us starving. Is there? No, we're not starving. Not starving at all. Passover. Was a covenant for their safety. Keeping God's ordinance, His covenant, His law, is for your safety and my safety. So I said, I will protect you. I will protect you. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter eleven. Hebrews 11, 24 through 29, by faith, Moses, when he had come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. twenty seven by faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king as he endured at seeing him who is invisible. He was raised in the palace, grew to be a future king, and he chose to walk away from all that. He believed in him who was invisible. Moses paid a price. Moses paid a price. Moses paid a price. Would you have paid it? Or would you have decided, you know what? I like heaven. I like having the luxuries Of being rich I like to have the luxuries Of Egypt But he chose And he paid a price Through faith he kept Passover The sprinkling of blood Lest he that destroyed the firstborn Should touch them By faith in God God said, this is what I want you to do. How ridiculous. Take a lamb. Put his blood on the doorway. The firstborn of Egypt's going to die. But if I see the blood, I'll pass over your doorways. What? Gee, God, you made a difference between us and, and, and the Egyptians and, and a lot of those plagues. Why do we have to put the blood up there? Why do we have to do that? Why do we have to... To roast his lamb a certain way. You see, God wants willingness and obedience, and Moses did it. By faith. By faith. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. When the Egyptians are sailing to do the same, they were drowned. They were drowned. Can you imagine the the news on CNN? Well, I'd like to report here tonight that uh, all the slaves of Egypt, the Hebrews, you know, they, they walked through the Red Sea on dry land. But then here came Pharaoh's armies and the chariots, and they came running down as fast as those horses had take them and they got into that mud. Where'd the mud come from? And they got stuck in the mud. Their wheels were... And then, oh, horror of horrors. Maybe it was global warming that caused the water to come in on top of them and drown them. By faith, Paul said the word preached to them was the same word that we heard. But to them, it didn't avail anything because of faith. Because of faith. Because of faith. Because of faith. faith. See, it takes faith to please. It takes faith to please him. Yeshikaha. Faith. They went through the Red Sea by faith, believing their God would protect sin. They had kept the Passover. The heathen army of Egypt had not kept the Passover. They were still eating the Easter cake. And when they began to go through the Red Sea, it wasn't by faith. It was by I'm gonna kill you when I get my hands on you, Hebrews. We're gonna bring you back. And they drowned. They drowned. Let's go to Luke chapter twenty two. Yeshaka twenty two one through twenty three. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew nigh. Now I want you to understand Unleavened bread, that feast and Passover They are the same And right here it says Which is called the Passover The chief priests and scribes sought how they might kill him Meaning Yeshua For they feared the people It didn't happen by chance That they decided During Passover that they were going to find a way to kill him. That wasn't by chance. That wasn't coincidental. It was by the Spirit because it was the appointed time. It was the appointed time. See, God has appointed times for you and I. Appointed time. I look back on my life. I look back and I look at the times that, as a Methodist pastor's wife, I had, had went to, to this service and I heard Prophet Deckard minister. Actually, the first time I heard him, I'd received the tapes. I'd listened to the fruit of the Spirit. I'd listened to Purpose of Temptation. I'd never heard anybody preach like that in my life. Changed my life. And I began to, to every chance I get, try to go to one of his services. And I couldn't write fast enough in my notebook taking notes. And I began to realize that I wanted to be under his ministry. It was a decision that I had to make by faith. It was an appointed time for me. And I had a choice to make. Many of you made a choice at appointed time. There will be more appointed choices that you'll be making. This was an appointed time. Yeshua was there. And he was to be crucified and sacrificed as that lamb on Passover. And they began to seek a way. Then entered Satan under Judas, surnamed Asperius, being the number of the twelve. He was part of Yeshua's ministry. Why it's so important every day We search our hearts We search our hearts And he went his way And he communed with the chief priest And the captains How he might betray him unto them And they were glad And coveted to give him money And he promised And sought opportunity To betray him He began to look for opportunities To betray The Lord And they was very adamant That they wanted it to be In the absence of the multitude Then came the day of unleavened bread When the Passover Must be killed And he sent Peter and John Saying go and prepare to us The Passover That we may eat And they said to him, where will you that we prepare it? Like, where do you want us to do it at? And he said to them, behold, when you are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water, follow him to the house where he enters in, and you shall say to the good man of the house, the master says unto thee, where is the guest chamber, that I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he shall show you a large upper room Furnished there Make ready And they went and found As he had said unto them And they made ready the Passover And when the hour was come He sat down And the twelve apostles With him And he said to them Desire I have desired To eat This Passover with you Before I suffer What a way to start The Passover meal What a way to start it Communion is taken During our Seder They were about To do this Seder They didn't understand They didn't understand About his body They didn't understand about his blood. But by the anointing, Yeshua's words went straight to their hearts. For I say unto you, I will not anymore eat thereof until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and he gave, said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God has come. And he took bread, and he gave thanks, and he broke it, and he gave to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise off the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new testament of my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of him that betrayeth me is with me on the table. And truly the Son of Man goeth as it was determined, as it was predestined. But woe to the man by whom he is betrayed. And they began to inquire among themselves which of them it should do this thing. They didn't know. They didn't know.." They didn't know. First Corinthians five, seven through eight. Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that you may be a new lump. As you are unleavened, for even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. We need to get the sin out of our lives. He became the sacrificial lamb so that we could walk in holiness and righteousness. And when we are walking in sin, we are not recognizing that. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with leaven of malice and wickedness. Don't keep the feast with malice and, un- and wickedness. So with unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. I challenge you. Do a word search on malice. Do a word search on wickedness. Do a word search on sincerity. And do a word search on truth. We are to keep the feast. Not with sin in our lives. Not with old leaven, but with unleavened bread. Luke 23, 44 and 46. And it was about the sixth hour, noon. And there was a darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour, 3 p.m. Three hours of darkness I remember Watching the eclipse We all met together at prophet Mark's home The eclipse lasted Minutes Minutes It went by so quick this was darkness for 3 hours in the middle of the day at high noon. It got pitch black. For 3 hours. The sun was darkened and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. Why? God is making the new covenant. His son Had come down and become the sacrificial lamb for our sins There didn't need to be a a lamb sacrificed every year Now Yeshua had done it once and for all And we can walk into the holy of holies We don't have to depend on a priest To do it for us We can pray to the father This morning during your prayer time, you had opportunity to sit there and pray in tongues and get into the presence of the mighty God. So many times when I'm praying, I start out praying, and I fall into his presence. And next thing you know, I'm singing in tongues. And I can feel his presence around me. And then there's peace. And there's quiet. And my tongue will change. And it will be so soft. And then there's silence. As the Lord ministers and I in. And you can have that as often as you want, because that veil was rent while he was on the cross. 46, we're in Luke 23. And when Yeshua had cried with a loud voice, saying, Father, into thy hands, I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. He gave up the ghost. Yeshua made a way for each of us. Thank you, Father. Yeshua chapter 19, John chapter 19, verse 30. And when Yeshua, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. He bowed his head, and he gave up the ghost. He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Yeshua said, sure that it's finished. He had come down here to do. And that job was to become that sacrificial lamb. He said, it is finished. It is finished. There are four cups that we will partake during our Seder. It is believed that Yeshua took three of those cups at that supper. We call it the last supper. The church calls it the last supper. It is a Seder. And the fourth cup was that vinegar on the cross. The first cup is the cup of blessing. The second cup is the cup of deliverance. The third cup is the cup of redemption. And the fourth cup is the cup of completion and glorification. It is finished. He cried, it is finished. In Exodus chapter 6, verse 6 and 7, we see the cups. Wherefore, saying to the children of Israel, I am the Lord, I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptians the first cup of blessing. I will free you out of their bondage, the second cup of deliverance. I will redeem you with a stretched out arm and with a great judgment, the third cup of redemption. And I will take you to me for a people. And I will be your God, and you will know that I am the Lord your God that brought you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. This cup of completion of glorification—they passed this down generation to generation. They carved it in staff family would sit down and they would hear the story about how God made a difference between Goshen where the Hebrews lived and the Egyptians. How God parted the sea and they went through on dry land but the Egyptians drowned. How Moses they got to the Mount Sinai and Moses went up and brought down the tablets of stone with the law of God. But there was sin in the camp. There was sin in the camp. They had forgotten their God. And they had begun to worship a God of Egypt. They told the story How the earth opened up and swallowed Korah. How God sent manna for them to eat. How the water out of the rock, the New Testament says that water was Christ, the living water. How they came to the border of the promised
1: land.
0: And they sent in the spies. And Joshua and Caleb came back and said, we can do this. But the ten spies said, no, no, there's giants in the land. We were as grasshoppers in their eyes. Have you ever noticed that the crowd believed the worst story first? They always want to read, believe the worst.
1: They cried all
0: night. They'd sit around. It was carved in the staff, and they would read or tell, not read, but tell the stories, and that's how they learned. In the wilderness for 40 years, their shoes didn't wear out. Now, those were some good shoes. Miraculous. How that whenever that generation had died, God brought them back to the edge of the promised land. Joshua and Caleb, although they were 40 years old, years ago. There is a miracle for you. How many of you were as strong as you were 40 years ago? If you're that old. God parted the Jordan. They went across on dry land. They heard the story of how the walls of Jericho came down, not because they brought in bulldozers and big equipment and the wrecking ball. No, no, they, they marched around for seven days. And then on the seventh day, they marched around seven days or seven times and blew the trumpet and shouted what they'd been instructed to shout. And the walls fell down. They told the story of how the gal, the harlot, how she had saved the spies who went in to check out Jericho,
1: and how they had instructed her
0: to have the scarlet cord hanging out the window of her home. The walls of Jericho fell down, but not her house. I say that she did it, believing them, believing them. The stories came down generation by generation. I have it written in a book called a Bible or Torah, and yet we don't even bother to listen to it. We don't bother to open it up and read it. People argue, well, those are just stories. No, they're history. They really happened. They're there for our example that we can learn by. I can remember as as a pastor's wife, a Methodist pastor's wife, I remember this, this one parishioner, he wasn't very faithful. And his, his wife was, was extremely faithful. They had four teenage boys. And I can remember him coming and talking to, to my husband and I. His wife and him were getting a divorce. And he said, you know, he goes, he goes I just don't understand how a loving God, how a loving God could have the Israelites to go and kill all those nations in the promised land so they could have it. He goes, what did they do? That God said, kill them and you can have their land.
1: He goes, I don't understand how a loving God
0: could do that. Well, you see, I hadn't studied my Bible very well. prophet always said, you're a product of your home, your church, your country. You're a product. You only know what you have been taught. That's all you know. I never had anybody bring that question up. And I had not been taught how to answer it. But yet, see, the Bible says that God judged the gods of Egypt. God told Abraham, before he ever had Isaac, he said, I will make a nation of you and that nation will end up serving another country for 400 years, they'll be in captivity. But when judgment comes for that country, I will bring them out with a strong hand. The Bible says that when they came to the promised land, that the people, the Countries, the nations in the promised land, they had committed abomination. They had committed a sodomy. Sodomy. The judgment was against their sins, and God allowed Israel. And he said, don't leave anybody, not a child, not a woman. Kill them all. You have sodomy running rapid here in the U.S. Is it any wonder tornado that lasted an hour that big? And just as prophet said, the storms are going to get stronger. The storms are going to be more devastating because it's the judgment of God. And yet, we let the homosexuals wave God's bow for their flag. And we say, we've got to give them their rights. Well, their right is to repent for their sin and face the judgment of God. America is for a long, hard fall. But keeping God's covenant, keeping his feast. Are our protection God demonstrates his mighty power On Passover Above all the festivals He exalted Passover To Abraham he revealed Israel's destiny on Passover In the heat of the day He knocked on his door On Passover Abraham served the angels cakes Of unleavened bread On Passover, and he ran to the herd to fetch an offering on Passover. The sodomites provoked God and were consumed by fire on Passover. Lot separated from them and baked unleavened bread on Passover. He swept the land of Egypt. God swept the land of Egypt when He passed through it on Passover. God smote every Egyptian firstborn on the watch night of Passover. God passed over Israel's firstborn on Passover. God permitted no destroyer to enter Israel's doors on Passover. The walls of Jericho fell on Passover. Midian was destroyed by a loaf of barley bread measuring an omer on Passover. Now, there's, there's a movie. There's a movie for you. How can a loaf of barley bread made from an omer of flour destroy a whole country? Oh, maybe God had anthrax in it. I'm joking. Okay. But God, you know, prophet used to say God can use a jackass and a rooster. God used a loaf of barley bread. Holy smoly! The Assy- Assyrians were burned in a mighty act of God on Passover. The hand wrote on the wall in Babylon on Passover. Queen Esther assembles the community to fast three days on Passover. Haman was hung on the gallows gallows, fifty cubic feet high, high not feet Fifty cubic high On Passover. The twofold punishment God will bring on our enemies. On Passover. God's right hand will be uplifted on this hallowed feast of Passover. She ka baha'u. boho. Ye ka baha'u. Ye ka boho baha'u. Ye boho baha'u. Ye boho. Father, I lift up to you all those who are listening. Father, I pray that they will keep your Passover by faith. Yeah, kuda Shekha Yeah, ye I want to pray for those of you who need healing. bahayadi baka Put your hand wherever it is, or somebody you got, you got something going on with your neck. I don't know if it's a stiff neck. I'm not sure. Put your hand there. God's gonna heal it. Yeah, kahabaio. Yeah, kahabaio. Yeah, kahabaio. Yeah, kahabaio. In the mighty name of Yeshua. Yeah, kahai. Yeah, kahai. Yay, kahai. Father, I speak healing to their body de
1: from
0: the top of their head to the tip of their toes I curse the line symptoms Satan you take your hands off of him I speak healing Yekarabushika hai ishiko. I want you to do something. Move your, whoever that is, you move your neck around, your shoulder. Those of you who have other things, you do, you, you, you do something you couldn't do before. God has healed you. Yeah, God. In the name of Yeshua. In the mighty name of Yeshua. Amen. I want to thank each of you for tuning in today. And I want to encourage you that with God, all things are possible.
1: תגבב שיב יא האומן בין ביין בין